in Trinidad while I was waiting. I joined that dating app and I put my location where I was going to live. Right, and makes sense, makes sense. Go, that was, girl was genius. This episode was brought to you by Rue. Move through the world without fear. Filter and find your perfect immigration professional. Hey, Kelly's here. If you don't already, you definitely need to head over to Instagram and follow me at Kelly's Travels for live tapings of the podcast and much more. See you there. Wasn't a, um, just only, just only questions. Just only juicy questions. You see how it is? is a networking community for Caribbean immigrants living in Canada. It's perfect for persons pursuing immigration as well as persons who have already landed in Canada and also first to third generation Caribbean immigrants. To find out more about the benefits and features of joining our village, visit ourvillage.com and find out how you can join Weeting. was real testing a girl I wouldn't lie um mm-hmm. so in right so I remember I was ready to leave the job and everything that's already I did and then I got a new job thank one and I had no idea what was going on because all I know is that while well, I stuck in Trinidad I don't know when I'm going to leave skill so anyway so 
what I did while I was waiting to feel as if it is that I was connected still to Canada because I felt like if I was stuck here, like in limbo, one foot out. Yeah, yeah in limbo. Yeah, and then and you want to socialize. You feel like it's like your life get pushed back a year behind. You know, yeah. you feel like get displaced. Everything that I had planned for that okay, well, your girl going to be set up. You know, probably. Something gonna happen on on single by I by some something. Yeah. I know something gonna happen. Yeah, and by why that not? time, if I had my grades, that's twenty nine. So I say, way boy, that real hit me. I feel like you know, I say goodbye to my friends here. I can't even date here because I know I'm leaving at some point in time, but I don't even know when my document expired on me. I had no skill. So what I did, I come back. What I did as a single person. In Trinidad, while I was waiting, was that I joined? Let's say I joined a dating app. I joined a dating app and I put my location where I was going to live. Right, and makes sense. Makes sense. Girl, that was girl was genius because you know why? Because <laughs> I reach here, I already had prospects.
I didn't right. mean what I didn't mean anything bad by man is man. <laughs> I just say that the same the same type of people that you you're meeting in Trinidad, you can very well bounce them up in Edmonton, Alaska, um, New New York. Is this is the same type of people? The only difference right. is that it is more options that you have. So you don't Bigger think pool. in a smaller country you tend mm-hmm. to put up more with things that you because know you the don't options want limited. Because yeah. your options limited. When in a bigger country, you know, the world is <laughs> not my stuff. You know what? I just had to say, yeah, just give me some, give me some five movies in here because I really thought you were going to tell them, mind the damn business. I really no, thought no, you were no. coming to tell them, me ain't talking about that with our question. <laughs> I so emojis. Yes, thank you so much because I think a lot of people got some value from that. Right? So thank you yeah. for answering the question and being so real and open with us. Right? So mm-hmm. how was the process for reapplying for your confirmation of permanent residency? <gasps> how was that? Because you mentioned that you, you basically lost it, right? Because of COVID. How was that? Yeah. So um, my documents expired on me while in, in, in the middle of COVID. And right. um, the immigration department I feel was so overwhelmed with COVID that remember they're dealing with all sorts of different things that they never had the man for power to deal with. That they, they probably didn't even have the knowledge to deal with that. They had to pass a lot mm-hmm. of different things to even figure out how to deal with the new things that they were dealing with with COVID. Um during that time, I feel as if that and I would say this, I feel as if expired documents was put on their back burner. Because of course, remember, yeah. Not, yeah, I am not. You get there. your ready. You can wait, and you're not traveling now anyway because you're still on lockdown. So it's like you can wait. So I was not on their priority, and right. they were not communicating as effectively as I would have wanted to. Because remember, I was just up in the air. You know, mm-hmm. I left a job in between COVID. You know, without having any security. Thank God, I got another job that I loved, and and it worked out. But a lot of things happened, and I had no kind of guarantee or date or anything to know when it is or how to go about doing it um so i what i did to go through that process because i didn't know anything and a lot of people didn't know anything either what i did right. and it was so helpful was that i joined facebook groups because i mm. felt as if it that i was this lone person in trinidad with an expired document trying to get into canada you don't you don't have a community and community support when you're going through something like this people bouncing off knowledge and people sharing their experiences and giving you some form of insight and you know it always have one person in that group that might know something more first and they can why, they with you, you they that why. you might not be able to know listen and i know you have your village and that's what and, and i'm so glad that you have something like that because community support when you're going through something like this is so crucial and it's so helpful because it made the year and a half that I was stuck in Trinidad for much more um, comfortable than if it is yeah. I had no kind of nobody else. I didn't know nobody else that, that had expired documents. That would I get out of crazy, out of mad. So being in a in a community in a space with people like me, you know, from all over the world, was people from India, people from from Africa, everywhere. But they, it just felt so familiar that. Okay, I have somebody somewhere that going that don't know something just like how I don't know something, 
and they might even be worse off you know they might have kids that they may have pulled out of school they might have a husband that quit his job because he was expecting to migrate to a lot of people were stranded um and so it just felt good to be in a community where is that y'all share the same experiences you know and also right. y'all kind of bounce off ideas or bounce off you know we had petitions um to to the, to the government to make us be seen all all these different things and you know there's there's power in number so mm-hmm. yeah so I'm so happy you say there's power in numbers eh oh god I'm so, so happy you say that because that is the kind of energy we need that's kind of energy we need amongst caribbean people there's power in numbers each caribbean mm-hmm. island so small on its own but then you think about caribbean it's all of us together right mm-hmm. i like the yeah. energy yes big yeah, up to the yeah, village yeah, all the village really. people on here like yes <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so what challenges besides being stuck with covid what was like some of the major challenges of the application process um that I could think of the major challenge um the english test mm you did IELTS IELTS how was that for you yeah um girl i passed it right like and i good at i i think i good at english right but i i passed it passed it script through um not to scare anybody you could pass it i didn't and i didn't practice or anything like that so let me be honest too with that too i did not practice i went to remember i told you my my passion wasn't there and that's the first step you had to do so my passion to my grief was low so i was just seeing what's gonna happen you know mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and i got through so if i could not do it i would say other people could do it as well but don't be discouraged if it is that you're doing the first time or the second mm-hmm. time because I I I did communication so my postgrad. I think I'm mm-hmm. good at English. And and yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it, that that was something. I would say try as much as you can practice. Um I know it have some online practice um things that you can do online. Um I would say try doing that. Most importantly, familiarize yourself with the format of it. I think the format mm-hmm. of it is important, so at least you know how to what to expect. The questions they change, so you can't really, they can't really, you know, prepare for yeah. it. But I would say most importantly, don't be discouraged if it is that you don't get through the first time because it was not an easy thing. So somebody say IELTS actually, easy and it's easy to fail too. What IELTS is easy and easy somebody to say fail. IELTS so easy true. and it's easy to fail too. That is, that that is very is true. Exactly how to describe it because the question is so simple, but then it's not. You know what? Yeah. I, I don't know how else to explain it. It's like <laughs> you would think that yeah, I can get through. You know, blow through this, but then it also making you pause at the same time too. What I would say is that I don't know if this if this is was your experience, Kalise, is that I would say that. They don't test you on the English that we grew up on in um in secondary school. I feel as if they test you is more on how well you can integrate into Canada with the English that you have. It's not if it is that you are English teacher or you know if you excel at 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 the at um at the 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 subjects of English. It's really how well you can understand, interpret um 
how is, is really using it discretion like things like that is is, is yeah. more skills like that they're looking for in that english exam than really yeah i agree with you get a, a distinction in english in secondary yeah school. yeah I, I i can agree with that because i i got full points in my else just start put that out there <laughs> Because the girls study hard. <laughs> study. Okay. You know what the difference? The difference is when I did IELTS at that time, they didn't have any dates in Trinidad. So my husband and I had to fly to Caracas, Venezuela to do IELTS. So there was no doing it over. <laughs> it was wow. like this was the one opportunity to get it right. Wow. Right? Wow. And that was just me being hasty because I didn't want to wait. I think like the nearest date I could have gotten it in Trinidad done was six months. It's like no they're not working for me right mm-hmm. um so that's why like we really studied and i got the full points but i agree with you it doesn't necessarily test your your ability to be brilliant or smart it's test yeah. your ability to use and understand english that's yes. it yeah right it doesn't test anything else what was your crs yeah. score can you remember well i have the documents here because i figured somebody yeah. would ask. all right go for it girl go for it, go for oh, it. CRS. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's go. Yeah, no, that's not what I have. I have it somewhere here, but I think I can remember it. It was um, no, let me see if I can find it. It was uh, around four eighty something. Four eighty something. Okay. It was closer to four to four ninety. Right. Um, yeah, girl. I wonder if I could pull that up here fast, boy. I have general range tells us a lot. I think my I think my Sierra score was like four. 460 something 464 something like that right i know okay. a lot of people have this this concept that um it's harder to migrate as a single person compared to a family mm. a lot of people think that it's actually harder but just mm. like and again there are many different streams of immigration it just so happened that both of us came to the same stream but this mm-hmm. is not the only stream and for a lot of you who own this live 125 people the majority of you would not come through the stream Right? There are over 80 different streams. <laughs> so it just so happened that both of us came through the exact stream, same stream. But yeah. if you're comparing express entry to express entry, you actually had a better chance of coming to Canada than we did as a family. You know, my husband, I and two kids. Because your score yeah, was higher yeah. than ours. But again, yeah. a lot of people think that as a single person, it's actually harder. Because I've heard a lot of people ask me as well, like, um, if Canada prefers families and if they're biased against single people. But you and I had this conversation, um, Tamika. Mm-hmm. And number one reason why Canada wants immigrants, right, is because of the aging population. They need young people to work and pay taxes. Let us be right. Real, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but what is the difference between me moving to Canada with my two kids and husband and Tamika moving to Canada? There's no difference. Technically, Tamika could come and have 10 children. Especially if she continues, well, no. she should continue it. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, but what I'm saying is that you have the capability of having an entire family. You're a single person in childbearing age. So there's no real difference between you and I. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that it's really justified. If mm-hmm. anyone knows any different, let me know in the comments. But I think like it's really fair in terms of being a single person and being a person with a family in terms of your chances of coming through with express entry in particular. Right? Let me just see yeah. the comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what year yeah, did you get those scores? Oh, so what year again did you apply? Did you submit your express entry profile? 2019. 2019. 2019. Mm-hmm. Because I got the the COPR 
in January 2020. So I did everything in the year of 2019. Right. That's so strange. I actually, I actually landed in Canada in 2019 as well. Mm -hmm. In May of right 2019. I know. I, that was right just COVID. It's not for COVID. <laughs> That was just COVID, yeah. guys. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like a lot of persons as well. And I, I think I, I told the story last week or the week before, but the guy that told me about immigration, he's stuck real bad. And he also ended up in the same position as you where he, he still hasn't landed in Canada as yet. Because yes, his yes. confirmation land, um, expired, but in that time, okay. his passport also expired and his medical. Yeah, my medical expired too. Once it once it COPR expires, your medical expires. It's medical. So it's the same date that they use to validate your COPR. Right. right? Yeah. So, so yeah, passport expired as well. Mm-hmm. So you know. And he still has yet to land. The person who told me about immigration. So now I would say like, success like speed. There's a saying that something like that. Success like speed and. Mm -hmm. Procrastination. This is a word to the wise with procrastination. A lot of people like they know they qualify right now and they think that they're gonna qualify in the next five years. That's not necessarily the case. Rules change all the time. What you qualify for today may not qualify for tomorrow. An opportunity open today may not be an opportunity for tomorrow. Ooh, you know, and rules change all the time. <laughs> right? So if there's yeah. something you have your heart set on, don't think that the opportunity is just always gonna be there. Right? It's not. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Right. Uh, what is usually the duration of the medical before it expires? I think your medical is valid for a yeah. year? One year. One year. At least that is exactly. how it is now. Always go back and check on Canada.ca to verify all the information because it yeah. changes. Right? Um, looking for the streams are from very difficult. PNP streams. Okay, that's thing. Six months. Okay, so how is life in Edmonton as a single person? How is the vibe? I love it, girl. I love it. No. <laughs> So in Trinidad, you know, in Trinidad, I had a, I had a lot of friends and more, not just a lot of friends, but I had good friends, like a good, solid social group. And, um, and like I said, I really wasn't excited about leaving. So it took a lot more convincing for me to like it because I came here crying, girl. <laughs> Girl, I was on the plane, girl, two weeks before I leave in, I pack in and I cry and I bowl in to breed. Girl, what I mean, like, snatchy, ugly crying. I'm crying. <laughs> you understand? And then I'm not helping because my friends are so sweet. They were coming and checking me like a month before I leave in, knowing that the date was coming up. They're making sure that they, you know, they're coming and they check in and they pass in and, and parang in and saying. So it was just making the process really hard and I was like, why are they doing you know, a lot of the times I thought through the thought through that whole process and was like, I love carnival. I love carnival. I love doubles. I love I love street food. I love pilau. I love gyro. I love I love food home. I love my friends. I love the I love the Caribbean culture. I love the friendliness. I love the warmth. It's and I still do. Mm -hmm. Um and it is scary stepping into the unknown. And um, then it, it really, for me to say that I don't regret my decision so far, know mm -hmm. that it didn't come from a place of me being excited about it before, and know it came from a place of it really, Canada really needed to convince me that I would have liked this experience because I did not come here happy. I was really sad about my move and I really questioned if it is that I made the right choice. 
and mm-hmm. um, and and all my friends and family that I was leaving behind in in Trinidad. So for me to say that it was the right choice and I really do enjoy it. I love my friends and I talk to all the all the time so they know I don't feel different so you know it don't feel different with covid and all the currently stay friends all that often anyway. So it kind of makes right. it smaller. So to be honest now is the best time to migrate because I feel as if it is that people are already accustomed to now the culture of FaceTiming, of doing lives, of doing things where it is that is over the internet where you don't need physical touch or space to connect. Look at this that I was on the people on them um dating platform and I in Trinidad talking to to people in Canada like normal doing Skype Skype cooking dates and um doing like movie nights and stuff like that. Your girl was yeah girl. Y'all didn't want to talk about being single migrating to Canada. Still in. Your girl was doing things, you know. So now with COVID, it actually turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Now with COVID, it actually made the world smaller. So the way how you would have felt when is that you, you look at your uncle who you're not really so close to that migrate long before when he was probably like five and sing and you don't really talk mm-hmm. to him all that often like you know it's different it's so easy yeah. to to stay still stay connected to people my 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 friends could be living next to me could be staying in the next room and i would be more active seeing what they're up to on social media seeing True. what they're, you know updating you know so in i am in canada but i'm still very much connected so all my friends they still know all my business on the daily they still they still um very much involved in my life on the daily i i involved in their life daily because it don't cost nothing whatsapp free um you know your calls not expensive you're not you're not losing something so it's very easy to still you know re- maintain relationships um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in what I haven't migrated. So yeah, I really enjoyed my experience so far. You know, and it's not a lot that of big people, of a loss. Yeah, a lot of people think that Edmonton is rural. <laughs> like I I I I can I think I get it because a lot of people when they think about Canada, they think about Toronto. Like Toronto is the whole of Canada, right? And then when yeah. they start talking about other provinces, other cities, um that's where I think people tend to think that okay, Edmonton is probably like like a one horse tongue. <laughs> so what do you really think of the city of Edmonton? What did it meet expectations and you thought it would have been more busy less? But then you live in the sub- suburban as well. You live in you live in suburban town like myself. See, have you yeah, gone downtown? So have you experienced yeah. downtown? Do you Yeah. What do you think about the city? Yeah, well, so I <laughs> If it is that if you're from the Caribbean, right? um you will be impressed even with Edmonton you will see i was impressed just by things like you could order things off a of fashion nova and shein and amazon and you don't have to have a skybox like that's so <laughs> yes. me that coming on your doorstep amazon van is coming to your doorstep in two days yeah this you can see something online and have it in your house in two days that's in itself was like okay i got it you know i get here um no but it have so much places that you things that you would see just like like any other big city walmart um costco, costco all of the major um, big stores yeah listen, you have your you have your um 
Sephora, if you have your, your then your brand names like your Michael Kors and your Louis Vuitton mm -hmm. and, and all these different things are so accessible and I'm talking shopping because that's close to my heart, right? But I'm, I'm just saying like it, it, it has a lot more um, accessibility to things um, even though it's rural, rural, right. um, it's, it's if coming from the Caribbean, it was m much more access to, to city-like things that, that I didn't have access to as easily um, in Trinidad. Right, okay. So, would you recommend someone using an immigration consultant to do immigration? That was a question someone asked. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. use an immigration consultant? No. No. I don't want to give all the advice that I didn't take. <laughs> but I feel like, here, here why, I would say the pros and the cons, right? The con is money, right? I did it myself. Yeah. And I remember I said I wasn't enthusiastic about it. So to get me to jump out any more savings than what the bare minimal of the process required, I wasn't going to do it because I wasn't right. eager. So for me, it was different that I was just, lazy fear about it if i get shooting okay well what to do next i don't know i will i guess i had to do this and i make a lot of runarounds honestly my process took about a year if i had a consultant i could have done it in i feel like six months because yeah. i had to expertise the knowledge and the expertise yeah for sure yeah and then to know that you have somebody in your corner that's familiar with the process better than you because when i got stuck in covid that's when I really felt alone and I was like, wait boy, I wonder if I should really jump up the money now and pay for some kind of consultancy. Because they will have access to information that you can't get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At least so, I can tell you, hold tight, you know, like. Yeah, or what developing or or something, some information because at that point in time, you're anxious. Now you're ready to leave. You're basically, you're basically one foot outside. Um, mm -hmm. But But even I would say in hindsight, if it is that I... Did the consultancy, I would have migrated here long even before January consultants. You know, all not, not all consultants are created equal. Yeah, but don't be, I also don't be intimidated by the process. If it is that you don't have the resources to, to hire someone, I Go did it without yeah. hiring anyone. I did it on my own and figure it out, you know? Yeah. Um, you can figure it out and have a lot of information online. Um, yeah, just just link up with somebody or link up with a community or something. Talk to somebody who has done the process already, where they can give you mm -hmm. the steps in order. Because I find like the steps are not clear. When I was researching it online, I feel like I thought that it would have been the um, you have to do the application form first, but you don't because the prerequisite is the IELTS test, and then the prerequisite also. Is then you have to convert, send your documents to get accredited. So it was like a lot of I did the I did the form first to try to apply. I created that place, but no, I, I wasted my can't. time. You have to do your form Where it is that they ask for? Well, okay, well, what is your IELTS results? I was like, what's IELTS? Serious? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's IELTS? What's this thing? And then I had to then that's how I figured it out, and then I had to backtrack. So could you imagine how much time I lost? And having done that and i had to start all over and then now look up with ielts look up how mm -hmm. it is to send my documents to get accredited all these different things so having someone whether it's a, it's a consultant or having someone who's familiar with the process through their own experience 
is very important. I had, I had a time I broke down and I was like, listen, I, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know how long the process is going to take. I don't know how long the IELTS results are going to come back. I don't know how long the West results are going to come back. I don't know how long, I don't, I don't know how long to expect. And that's a real frustrating space um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to be in. Whereas like, you don't know who to talk to. You don't know how long things are going to take. Um, and so I messaged one of my friends and he knew someone who just did the process, someone from Barbados who okay. migrated. Okay. I'm not going to talk, I thought you say he knew someone in immigration. I'm like, what's the bullet train? No, 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 no. I don't have a link. I don't have a link. <laughs> I don't have a link. <laughs> I don't have a link. But I knew someone who just migrated. I didn't even know the person. I didn't even know what the person looked like. I was just, I was messaging this man. And he didn't even have a WhatsApp picture for me to even know. I didn't even, I talked to this man for a whole year and I had no idea what he even looked like. And I was messaging wow. this man almost every day. Okay, well, I do this. <laughs> so how long this going on take? All right, and the next step, and this. And he was just guiding me through. He's like, all right, well, have a little patience. This might take a little three months. And I was like, okay, I could wait three months. At least you know how long things yeah, will take to help the process go by. Because then if it's like you do something, and I said, it's some message, you're eager to put the results, or you're eager to, 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 to get some information back. And it could make you go crazy. So yep. I, I had someone who a stranger well you know he's my brethren but he live in another <laughs> side of the you're Canada. fine you're fine you get to see face though you ever get to see face yes i did <laughs> okay yes i did a year later a um, year later after i'd done already finished then then we end up really you know but he was real helpful Hey guys, Kalis here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Our Village Podcast. You can also check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcast. And of course, you can visit our YouTube channel for more entertaining immigration stories. This episode was brought to you by Rue. Move through the world without fear. Filter and find your perfect immigration professional. Migrating can be a huge headache. For one thing, you have to do tons of research and stay updated on the ever-changing rules of immigration. You also have to avoid scammers and immigration fraud, and even when you are super careful you can still fall victim to low-quality consultants that would make you wish you had done it yourself. Plus, there's the challenge of knowing exactly which programs you're qualified for and are competitive in, so that you don't aimlessly go spending money on paths that will not lead to success. As a result, immigration research can turn into a full-time job, leaving many people feeling overwhelmed, hopeless, and discouraged. Fortunately, there's a better way. Introducing Row Services. A virtual marketplace where you can filter and find your perfect immigration professional, so you can relax, knowing you left your immigration journey to the experts. With Row Services, we'll ensure the identity of your consultant so you can have the peace of mind of knowing exactly who you are talking to. And now you will also have the ability to message your consultant directly on the platform and you can filter by price, rating, years of experience, and much more. And we'll also give you access to verified reviews from real people who worked with your consultant. That way you can hear what others are saying before opening your wallet. And because we offer a variety of immigration professionals like immigration consultants, lawyers, education consultants, settlement service providers, career coaches and language tutors, you'll never have to worry about being stranded in your immigration journey. But perhaps the best thing of all is that we offer the ability to create and privately share your immigration profile with desired professionals on the platform. 
This means that you don't need to keep repeating the five pages of paperwork every time you decide to work with a consultant. Now your consultant will have access to your role profile long before they get on a call with you. This way, your call can be focused on strategy, not paperwork. To learn how Roe services can make your immigration journey hassle-free, speak to one of our representatives today by visiting roe.services or by messaging us on WhatsApp 1-803-205-8203. Roe. Move through the world without fear. Build for immigrants. By immigrants.